0: What makes a song perfect? Does it get stuck in your head, give you all the feels, make you get up and dance? Is it just personal taste? Join us as we attempt to answer these questions and more. This is The Perfect Song. Welcome to the perfect song let me introduce the panel once again we have Mike hello and Alan hello and Mike has a new uh, microphone so you know we'll be able to hear what he says hmm. We'll Which
1: see if nice. that's good
0: <laughs> Is that it's a true. good thing it's a yeah, lot yeah. it's a lot of swearing basically no um so today we have a song to consider and this song was chosen by AI. Well, I just sort of asked AI about what are some perfect songs. And this is one that came up and it is the temptations with my girl. This one's, uh, an oldie, but a goodie, uh, from 1964. Um, it was written by Smokey Robinson and uh, Ronald White. Um, and, uh, it is a Motown song produced through the, uh, Motown machine, uh, Motown is something, you know, we really should do a Motown show too. Every time we do a podcast, we say, oh, we should do a show on that. We
2: mm-hmm. show on that. Yeah.
0: We probably should talk about gotta, Motown. It's a huge. We got
2: we to yeah. let all of our, all of our boomer listeners know about it. Then. Right. Yes.
0: This is for the boomers. <laughs> this one's for the boomers. No.
1: Um, yeah. So, Cause you know what? They don't have everything. All
0: right. They need more things to be involved with <laughs> and chime in on. They can do their own podcast. You can call it the Get Off My Lawn podcast. Um, So this song uh, was number 88 on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. It was a number one hit for The Temptations. Um, And it is certainly a song that I have heard many, 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 many times. Uh, Probably as a kid, I heard it because my dad played it it's definitely the temptation's signature song. Uh, it could be Motown's signature song too. I mean, it's that kind of that big.
2: So,
1: uh,
0: let's talk a little bit about our experience with it. So, uh, Al, what, what was uh, your experience with this song? I'm, well, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing you've heard it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I have heard it. Uh, I heard it for the first time. No, I think I've heard this song well, throughout my entire life. You know, it was a. It's accompanied me throughout, and it is. Uh, my reaction to it is it one it's an interesting experience to listen to something that you've heard all throughout your life but with the specific purpose of like i don't want to say analyzing it but kind of like just trying to really get into it and why does it make me feel the way it makes me feel and what do i like about it and what do i not like about it because it's something so familiar but the um the guitar line Doom, do 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 that part. Uh and it seems very simple and straightforward, even though at times, you know, you've got the horns, you've got some strings that come in. But what I think of when I think of that this song is the vocals and that simple guitar line.
0: Yeah, and that, and, and that guitar line riff, that signature riff just does trivia, which maybe you're gonna give us, but I'll give it. Uh that was Robert White of the Funk Brothers came up with that little guitar bit.
1: So, yeah, no, I, I this is a, a fantastic song. It's got some great lyrics, but, I mean, it opens with my favorite lyric of all. Uh, I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. It's just boom right there. hmm
2: and going, what you were saying, Matt, the signature Motown song. It actually, it it was voted the number one on the the top ten greatest Motown by readers. So, well, the readers uh, think so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it, yeah. it's yeah, it's so huge. Yeah.
2: What's going on by Marvin Gaye was second. So,
0: <laughs> another, another, yeah, great one. I have a little bit of trivia about it. The uh, inspiration, the girl of said said girl of my girl, uh, was Smokey Robbins' wife uh, and a Miracles member. Claudette Rogers Robinson hmm. um the vocal was a uh, David Ruffin and Smokey panpicked him because he thought his voice uh was unique he liked it what did he say he said it was mellow yet gruff and he thought this song would be perfect for him and uh and then those and those opening bass notes are really really recognizable uh-huh. um I think Smokey Robinson said that when he and he When he tours and he plays it, that bass starts, and then the crowd already just goes wild. They know what it is. Everyone knows
2: what it is. I didn't expect My Girl to become what it has become. It is now, as a songwriter, my international anthem. And we go to places, we sing My Girl, man, and as soon as they hear, boom, 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 they know what's happening. If we're in Italy and people don't even speak English, they know what's happening, man, and they all sing it it's pretty amazing to to be able to do something like that and have that be like a a, a song that has lasted this long first of yeah. all and still be something that people from all generations know really well
0: yeah yeah uh, i mean it, it stands up because you know obviously the subject matter is the timeless subject matter of song of 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 music uh, I'm in love with somebody, you know, and let's sing mm-hmm. about it, you know. Uh, but again, the the lyrics are done in a way that's, you know, unique or at least you know strikes a chord. Some, you know, the metaphor, sunshine on a cloudy day, it's like, yeah, I get it, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and deliver it again by the the vocals were great, are great. Temptations, you're gonna get great backing vocals, and and you do, you know, the little my girl, my girl, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically yeah, it is a a Motown classic by a classic Motown group, uh, and and, and the
2: product and the production value is absolutely great on the song. I think, yeah, it's um, well produced. Yeah, and I, I, you know, you you think like something that when it came out, a lot of times you you wouldn't think that the the sound back then wasn't necessarily. You know how how far technology has come to where we are now, but it actually sounds pretty amazing when you, listen, especially when you listen to it on headphones, how crisp and clear it is, yeah. uh, and and the sound of it. I and I and I I'm always impressed by songs from that era because I'm so used to what we have now with all the digital technologies and the recordings and the the way we've advanced and all that. And it's just amazing how great this song sounds on headphones.
0: And like a lot of songs uh, from this uh, era and from this from Motown uh it has strings and it kind of you know really builds to a to a a height you know or or a crescendo of strings and feeling and Um, not sampled strings so (laughs) (laughs) no back then you had folks sitting in chairs playing instruments um crazy Yeah, the strings in the bridge portion, it leads to this kind of key change for the last verse. Again, this is songwriting, songwriting 101. But yeah, it really kind of takes you to that next level, you know, of a simple song, a simple song that's only two minutes and 45 seconds, but it holds you the whole time. And it, it works. It works.
1: Well, and I think what you touched (laughs) on right there, the fact that it is so simple and straightforward and basic songwriting but executed in a way that uh, it transcends that kind of simplicity.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I do think it's interesting that um, the Temptations are still performing, not the original, all the original members, but the 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 group is still together. Like it's like like children of the originals and stuff like that. And it was like just a few years ago that they were playing at a concert near nearby here, hmm. um, at uh, the Mountain Winery. Yeah. um and um so i think that that's really pretty that they actually still do shows and and actually they sell out shows still
0: <laughs> yeah they, they're definitely uh have staying power you know i mean this was definitely their biggest hit but they had other hits they had other very very popular songs um papa was a rolling stone yep was another one um what else what else could you guys think of there uh,
2: ain't ain't too, ain't too proud to beg was them a ball of confusion mm, okay um yeah um those are the ones off the top of my head fear in the air tension everywhere unemployment rising faster beatles new records again
1: and the way you do the things you do the way you do. yeah yeah
0: um how about uh did we say just my imagination oh no, no. We, did not. Not. no we, we did not imagine no. that's a, yeah that, that's a, that was a huge one a great too. Song. but it
1: was just my imagination Running Oh, and can't get next to you. I love that song.
2: But my life is incomplete and I'm
0: so
2: Yeah, and sometimes I, I do I, I admit I do get some Smokey Robinson's uh, songs right. mixed up here, sure. so I, I I can't remember if it's Temptations or Him.
0: He wrote <laughs> He wrote a lot of the Temptations hits. He wrote uh I don't know if you remember this one. Get ready? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, anyway, a lot of a lot of good songs by The Temptations. Um but yeah, again, this one their biggest hit. Breakthrough, uh immediately recognizable. Um, it's
2: used it's this one's used in a lot of movies too. Um There was even also... a movie
0: called My Girl. <laughs>
2: yeah. And a, and a sequel called My Girl too. My Girl too. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. It's used uh used a lot. Uh I, what is the uh licensing uh statute of limitation? What is the, when does it become public domain? I don't think Uh-oh.
2: I don't I don't remember I don't remember how the rules work on that because I don't think I, what it is. I yeah, and, and I also I also think that uh, they can it 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 becomes public domain but i think you can get around that at some point with like some new new thing that they do where you can re redo something <laughs> to keep it from the public domain i can't remember how it works yeah there's
0: ways to sort of re register it if you're any kind yeah. of stakeholder i guess i don't know
1: the copyright typically it... expires 70 years after the Ooh. original artist of the song passes away
0: oh yeah. smokey's alive isn't he uh, wait artist I or writer I,
1: I... artist Original artist, it says. Artist. Well,
0: there's got to be at least one
2: temptation still alive. There is. Oh, there is. There's there's one. There's one.
1: There's only one. Mm. And he's still performing with the group, although he does not um, uh, sing lead anymore. Mm. And yes, Smokey Robinson is still alive.
0: Hang in there, Smokey. Okay, well, let's...
1: (laughs) Maybe that's our tagline. Hang in
2: there, Smokey.
0: (laughs) Well, we we well, each have our own. Yours could be. See you later, and I'll, I'll be. Hang in there, Smokey. <laughs> Mike, we got to come up with yours. We'll figure it out.
2: Although it sounds like you're on a CB. Hey, Sus- hey Smokey.
0: <laughs>
1: Uh Breaker, breaker, one night. Hang in there, Smokey. <laughs>
0: Smokey's the police, though. You
1: gotta avoid Yeah. <laughs> we got a roof for the bandit. That's right.
0: I'm, I'm wondering if, um, when we talk about quote perfect songs, obviously that definition it's malleable and flexible for the for the mm-hmm. uh, for how how it serves this podcast or how we look, think about it for the podcast but that's that's what we talk about that's what the podcast is so a song like this you know that it's so well known and has been around our whole lives and we're no spring chickens um does that give it does that give it unfair advantage are we biased too much towards it uh, because of that like if if a, a kid a, a tween or some kid now today listens to it do we really oh let's put ourselves in the in the mind of a of a kid who's never heard it and they hear this what what are they really going to feel about it and again obviously it's our opinion so we get to say what it is but but on an objective level is it perfect to someone not in our socioeconomic position
2: well, I could I could I could say this that um pre pre her K pop phase <laughs> it, it this was Gabrielle's favorite song. Oh okay. Um, uh she was she was uh and either she's, in She's Gen Z, right? Yeah, I, I don't remember the cutoff of that, but she was born in two thousand and three. So Gen um Z. it was either late middle school to early high school was her favorite song or Early high school to mid high school, she just listened to it over and over and over again and loved it, and it just was her, it was her oh. favorite. So, well, there you go. So, yeah. So, so and um, so it reached so somebody. I, it reached a younger audience. Yeah. Yeah. So I, but but I I do find that she does like a lot of classics. Also, um, she got really into that show Glee for a little while. Oh, okay. Um, and I think they might have performed it on there um as well as don't stop believing <laughs> and stuff like that so it may it may be the fact that they had she had saw younger people performing it on on screen mm. on tv that helped it also
0: that's a good point i think a uh, show like glee i know that older songs that they performed on there have you know suddenly become really popular downloads and like you know they have a new lease on life and in yeah. yeah, popular culture today you know which is being created by possibly people our age and they're inserting stuff that's important to them or they know. And then the kids yeah. get it. Like you could talk about the Stranger Things. And yep, the, exactly. song. these things get a new life. And I don't think it's just because, well, it may be partly because when you hear something, oh, that's good. And I'm going to jump on a bandwagon. But I think also, you know, it's because intrinsically that is a good piece of work, you know, good piece yeah. of art. And then people recognize it, right? What do you think, Al?
1: Oh yeah, no, I well, so it's an interesting question, what you originally brought up, which is does a song have an unfair advantage if it's just constantly been there throughout your life, right? Because like almost I mean it has the classic, you know, kind of status. It's oof, sort of woven into the fabric of your cultural reality, really. And and I guess that you could say it is an unfair advantage, but as you just said, it gained that advantage because it was so good. And so okay. it's hard to say. And and I agree, great music and songs from previous generations do find their way eventually, uh, filtered through either social media or so like Stranger Things. We did that show on Running Up That Hill. It, you know, the, uh, Kate Bush's song that got a big revival because of that television show. We did a show on Decepticon. Decepticon we had like a a, a flurry of uh, popularity on TikTok. Uh, is my understanding I, I don't have tiktok but uh and so and glee as um mike mentioned it's just the ways that these great songs still find their way to a younger generation and proof of their quality
0: so yeah yeah i think that's it's a good it's a good discussion to think about i i believe that songs that people latch on to um isn't just because they're exposed to it and it's something new. I think there is some level of, of course, there's some, there's a level of this is a good song and it it's constructed in a way that, that makes people engage and enjoy it. I think that's just, so there you go. The whole idea of the show is vindicated.
2: <laughs> that took really? a long time to get an answer.
1: Yeah. that it's, was a. It's a vindication it's, of us. Yes. All was, this music that has been made over these decades is a vindication of the
0: three It's all us. culminated in the vindication of our <laughs> attitudes and and opinions. Uh, so if you get nothing else out of this podcast. We hope you're enjoying this Gen Explainer's podcast. Remember to find us and follow us on social media. Give us a like, a follow, or support us on Patreon. And we'd much appreciate a five-star rating on the podcast platform of your choice. Now, let's get back to the show.
1: This is for you, The Temptations National Anthem
0: all right well let's let's ask the question let's get oh to yeah it. Uh, is it a perfect song? Well, I'm going to go first and I, I actually think it is. I mean, it's, and possibly it's because it's just been around forever and it is just in the public, in the, in my consciousness and everyone's and possibly and a good portion of the population. And it is just a simple, straightforward, good, perfect, good, perfect song. I'm going to say yes.
2: How about you? Uh, I don't know. Mike. Okay, well let's see timeless check. Um no. um no, I I I do. I think it's great. Uh it it it's an infectious song. It's timeless. I think that it's conveys something that uh everybody feels at any point in their life. Um and it's it's simple but also complex in its uh composition and I don't know. I, I, I really find it to be something that it's an unmistakable song, as we talked about, where you, you hear the first part, you know exactly what you're listening to. And I like the fact that it's, yeah, like you said, two, two minutes, 45 seconds. It's, just, it's pretty amazing that they make something that, that lasts this long that's like so t- just under three minutes. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah, so anyway, I guess, yes, I, I'm yeah. going to vote yes.
0: All right. I think that's a strength to, to to keep it only as long as it needs to be. I think that's a, for me, that's, that's a a important thing for a song to be perfect. How about you, Al?
1: Um, How can it not be perfect? It is enduring. It's about one of the most basic emotions there is. And it's fantastic. So, yes. Agreed. All right. Well, there you go. We agree.
0: My girl, by The Temptations. It's perfect.
2: (laughs) Gobble, gobble, gobble,
0: gobble. <laughs> so so that's it for today. Thanks for listening. And uh, hang in there, Smokey.
1: <laughs> See you later.
0: I don't know, Mike. You're going to have to come off with something on the fly for the sign-off. Tacos. What would you say?
2: Tacos. Tacos. Tacos.
0: Okay. I, right.
2: don't, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything.
0: All right. Well, let's just say Goodbye, then. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this Gen Explainers podcast. Follow us on Instagram and friend us on Facebook. Just search for Gen Explainers. See you next time.